I need to work. I need to get back to streaming. Thanks for calling I, me out. <laughs> I never knew how you did it to get up early and work all day and then come home and stream so late. That's usually you started after I was in bed. I couldn't do it. I would like to. Yeah, I think I may just need to adjust the time. Well, I think another thing that kind of threw me off was uh, there was a period where I was having to pick up my son's friend from work and he was not getting off at a normal time or at the same time every night. So sometimes we'd be like, oh, I'm off work. Okay, well, it's seven o'clock or it's eight o'clock or it's 630. I'm like, well, you know, this is difficult to plan stuff. Yeah, it's not a lot of fun. All right. So you guys ready for the theme song? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Boy, you got to love that new rendition of the MASH theme song. Hey, 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 backloggers. I know what I said. That was on purpose. Sure. Hope you're doing. Yeah, I know it was. Hope you're doing well this early, early (laughs) morning, eight o'clock. We're doing this so that we can have a little backlog bingo brunch. Well, it's actually at breakfast time. Yeah. Which reminds me, I, I I want some breakfast. (laughs) So what what, what are you guys having? What are you guys having for breakfast? I had a cup of toaster strudels like two hours ago, so I should probably eat again here shortly. Toaster strudels. Toaster I've never strudel. had one. Never really? had one. They always looked it's, good in the commercials, but I I think we were more of a Pop-Tart household growing up. Oh, yeah. They're like the upgraded Pop-Tart because they get the, like, the warm, flaky, and the gooeyness. Like, I'm one of those boring people that just eats Pop-Tarts straight out of the box, out of the package. I don't I don't mess with the toaster usually. Oh, I did that too up until, oh, I don't know how many years ago, probably like 10 years ago when it started giving me, not learning that, started giving me heartburn because mm. I'd always get like the brown sugar cinnamon ones. I get like the huge box from Sam's. Right. And they were so good. But, <laughs> but the thing I can't understand are, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging people who like these, but the Pop-Tarts that don't have any icing on them. Like they just have the strawberry filling and there's no icing. I'm going how? Mm-hmm. like even with the icing, even if you warm it up, it's still kind of like very dry. It's like, I guess it's just too much sugar because the filling's is pure sugar anyway. But I guess that icing makes it that much worse. I can kind of kind of see it, but no. And I haven't even looked at the box to see like how many grams of added sugars there are oh. in one. And it's probably best that I don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but but I mean I don't eat this. I can't eat this stuff now anyway. So it's neither here nor there. Um. So so Blaze, have you have you even been awake enough to have breakfast? Did you even go to about, bed last night? I did go to bed last night. I've been awake for about half an hour. I did not have a traditional breakfast yet. I have I have a cup of breakfast, but uh, I'll probably have some uh, special K when we're done here. Nice. Did you go to bed last night or did you go to bed this morning? <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was after midnight, but not by a lot. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sitting here laughing at you, but yeah, I went to bed after midnight as well. I decided to 
start watching the menu last night. <laughs> and what what, what's that menu? look for? The menu is a, it's a, it might be classified as horror, maybe more suspense. Um, it's about this restaurant that's on an island that people pay, you know, a large amount of money to go and experience this fantastic, you know, meal. You know, there's this all the multiple course meal from this like amazing chef. Um, but for this time, they're doing uh, something a little bit different. Um, it's kind of almost like the, the the last hurrah for this restaurant. And, you know, all the people have been invited there or are there for a reason. And it's, um, it's interesting. And I, the thing is, I had already seen the last half of the movie because I walked into um, to the bedroom one <laughs> night after playing around on the computer. My wife was watching it. And so I just sat and I watched the last half of it. So she kind of told me what was going on. And they, yeah. Okay. So you got Ray Fiennes is the, is the chef. Uh, Nicholas Holt is in it, and uh, Anna Taylor Joy. No, what's her name? Uh, Anya so, Taylor Joy, I think. Yeah, she's you know the 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 main players in it. It's interesting. It's on right now. It's on at least Hulu. I think is where I watched it. Maybe on some other things. But yeah, so that didn't finish until after midnight. I went, okay, not not time for bed. My wife and I started the new Scott Pilgrim anime, and we got three episodes in and I don't remember the third episode. This was nine o'clock ish. So <laughs> it was late for me. Yeah. My son and I watched every episode yesterday. Excellent. Uh, for me, I, I'm, I guess I'm not sure exactly what I was expecting. I think mm-hmm. I was expecting a fully animated version of the graphic novels, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, I'm curious where it's going, but I was kind of in yeah. the same boat. I'm like, the first episode. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it because it just came out. But yeah, it, it goes places. Yeah, I think for me, what what I've struggled with the most is the voice acting, and I know that you know you're. They have brought back pretty much everybody that was in the movie, but that movie is now 13 years old, and so you can definitely hear some of the age and the voices. For me, the one who has the that sounds the most like the character should sound to me is Chris Evans playing mm-hmm. Lucas Lee. That one, it, it sounds spot on. The other ones, I guess, I'm having a bit of a struggle putting the voices with the faces in the in the anime the right way. Yeah, um, my wife is I, like, "Is Matthew Patel still the same guy?" It's like I, I'm pretty sure they got all the people, but yeah, they definitely sound different. Yeah, and I think the the one thing that stands out to me the most is that the, in the movie there, you know, to me, Scott Pilgrim was kind of a, he's kind of a jerk. Like I love the movie, Uh but when I I watched that over and over again with my son, I'm like, man, Scott Pilgrim is just an absolute jerk. (laughs) He does not like, he does not deserve Ramona at all. Or knives in this. yeah, Yeah. Especially, but in the, you know, the Netflix show, I'm like, he seems a lot less douchery. (laughs) <laughs> than in the movie, but then there are others that in the movie they seem a whole lot worse in the in the show. I'm like, eh, I don't know. 
I was, I guess I was very lukewarm on it. I don't, you know, please don't let that color your, Oh yeah. Your We're going to finish it regardless. So I'm not going to say anybody who watches this and thinks it's great. You're a jerk. You're a horrible <laughs> person. You have no taste. Hey, you know what? Watch what you like, like what you watch. So good advice. Yeah. So I think we should probably talk about things that we've been playing. Now, Michael, I, I'm not sure. Have you gotten your second or third blackout so far? <laughs> for the year? <laughs> or just in general? <laughs> I, I meant, for the, I meant for, the, for the month. I mean, you seem to be a machine. Oh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I blacked it out last year, and then it uh, looks like the end of September I finished this card. Good heavens. Where do you find the time? I don't have kids or a social life. That usually helps. Okay, definitely things to aspire to. <laughs> Not that I'm going to get rid of my kids. Yeah, I was going to say. You're, you're close. <laughs> they're, they're close to adulthood. I got to say the they'll, weirdest thing. They'll still exist. Been, oh, yeah. I got to say one of the weirdest things this past week is talking to my son about, you know, the benefits at his job. Like, and I think, well, it's like open enrollment right now. So he has until like December to make the final adjustment. So I need to see if he can still stay on my insurance. Because if he has to, if he chooses insurance, like the amount of money they take out per paycheck means he'd probably be taking home like $50 a paycheck. Because it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I know I'm exaggerating a little bit there, but taking out that chunk of money out of each paycheck for him compared to what it would be for me or my wife is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, it, when I went to get insurance at at my current job, it for a family, it was what was six hundred dollars a month, and they said, "Oh, it's great that's insurance." Is, no, that's insane. That is an insane amount to pay for for insurance per month. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars a month for the whole family. That doesn't really sound too bad. Well, I guess it depends on you know all that comes with it. Because I'm sure I pay at least that much. That's insane, man. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, how often do you use that much? Well, I mean, if I didn't have insurance, I'm sure that'd make the prescriptions, the medicine that we take, super expensive. Like, I hear people that go into the pharmacy in front of me, and, you know, whatever medicine it is they're getting, and it's like $250, and it'd be $10 for me. So these, these medicines that we, that we take every day, we're getting for $10 a month and people are paying hundreds of dollars for. So I'm not sure exactly what the $610 a month. Okay, sure. But still, when you have all these different medicines that we have to have and going to see the doctors and stuff, or even, you know, take toaster waffles, um, surgery last summer that out of pocket would have cost me $90,000. Yeah. I didn't have $90,000 out of pocket to spend on that. I'm sure you do. Imagine all that money you would have had if you didn't pay the insurance company. Probably would have easily surpassed $90,000. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you don't pay the insurance and you're saying, you know what? I'm going to consciously take this $600 a month that I'm not putting towards insurance and I'm putting it over in a special you know, account that I'm not going to touch, 
most people will be like, sweet, I have an extra $600 a month. So $90,000 at $600 a month would be 12.5 years. Yeah. You've been working longer than that, see? <laughs> right. But in terms of the other surgeries that have happened and the other all the other expenses that we've had, like my, you know, my wife is the one who likes to go have surgeries, not me. So a knee surgery, gallbladder removal, uh, a, a lacerated hernia, a repair to the umbilical lacerated hernia. You know, it's, yeah, she, she likes getting all that fun stuff. Not me. I'm sure she enjoys every second yes. of it. I don't know that she likes it. Well, you know what? To each their own, right? <laughs> I don't. How do we get off this? We got way off topic here. That's what the people are here for. That is, you know, they they, they listen. They don't want to hear about video games. They want to hear about the craziness that's going on in the lives of middle aged white guys. <laughs> it's not enough of that going around. No, I mean, I mean, just think about the diversity that we have here on the Backlog Busters. Never mind. Let's not think about that. Look, so, no we're, other no, we're, podcast we're talking... has a turkey, okay? Can I that's true. That? That's true. Um, a very foul addition. Hope he's gonna be. Hope he's gonna <laughs> do okay this week. I'm. I should check in on him. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I mean, if you think about it, he'd probably go for like a couple hundred dollars to going great for turkeys. So very, very valuable. He's worth his weight in turkey. Something, something. Yeah. (laughs) So, so Michael, what, what have you been knocking off your, your backlog or just playing for fun? Um, let's see, you know, this would have been the perfect opportunity to take some notes for, for, just such an occasion. No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't come to this prepared. It's not like we've been talking about this all week or anything. I just messaged you last night. I said, "Hey, can you be awake at eight o'clock?" And you're like, "I'm already there." Yeah, m- minutes ago, it's like, "Hey, we're starting at eight. Um, so work has been hectic. Uh, we moved from one distribution center to a new one, and then about the time we're starting to get caught up, inventory was this week. So it's been a, it's been hectic crazy so i have not come prepared so what i'm hearing are excuses don't Correct. know don't care how's that <laughs> let's see i got spider-man 2 and played it to completion in like a week because i have problems well i mean how long of a game is that really um, like 15 to 20 hours if you really take your time but that's alongside the 40-hour job and spending time with the wife and whatnot. But also, I made the mistake of starting to play it with her, so then I could only play it when she was home. Right. That makes all the difference. So how was it? Very good. Very good. Um, I think the 2018 one was my game of the year for that year. I don't know that this one is going to just because it's been such a packed year there's been so many good game releases it's insane one of the best years in gaming like ever so is there something that you've played fairly recently 
let's say in the past six months, because I know it's been a long time since we've done this, maybe even a year. Uh, so what else would be contending for your game there, of the year? I mean, and, and I'm not saying, you know, what is your game of the year, but what are the things that you are, that you are thinking about the, the big standouts from this year for you? Uh, it might be recency bias. Cause there's something I played in the last six hours that have been, has been consuming <laughs> a lot of my time. It's a roguelike called backpack hero. It's, Basically, take the combat of Slay of the Spire, but instead of having cards you play, you play all the items in your backpack. Every time you win a battle, you get more items, you level up and open up more slots in your back, back box space. And then it's kind of like the Resident Evil 4 inventory management where you can flip things or rotate them and make everything fit. But then items have modifiers, like you'll get a left handed gauntlet, and it does, it adds more armor the more empty slots are to the right. So you want to put that one all the way to the left and then you get the right gauntlet for the right. And then there are things that modify any adjacent or diagonal weapon that's touching it. And it's just like these perfect puzzle pieces that it's like, okay, if I put this here and it give me more armor, but if I put this here, it could add to that sword's attack power. Now, was this one of the games they showed in the Nindy Direct this week? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, that day it just released its 1.0, and uh, I was like, I had heard of that this game because it. I think it originally released in early access like spring of this year. So I kept hearing okay. the name in that trailer. Was like, eh, maybe I should finally look into this, and then I got on the switch, and it has consumed me. Do you remember how much it was? I think it was fifteen or twenty. I can look it up. Okay. real quick. I think I was. Um... I think when the Nindy Direct was going on, I was in the middle of doing dishes. So, you know, looking back over my shoulder every now and then to see what was going on and you know, having my son describe things uh, from the Direct. So I still need I, to I'll watch to, that. I forgot it even happened. Yeah, I'm going to put this on my um, put this on my watch list because I saw that and I went, oh, that looks looks interesting. Combining the things that I that I like, especially if you're going to, going to say slay the spire like, mm-hmm. it's normally twenty dollars. is currently on sale on the East Shop for sixteen ninety nine. Fifteen percent. Okay. Off. Sounds good. It is quite entertaining. There's a story mode that I haven't been delving into too much. I went straight for the uh, just the straight roguelike mode, but it has oh. definitely been super fun. Interesting. I didn't realize there'd be different uh, modes for that. Cool. Uh, the, the story mode's still the roguelike, but it has like the meta progression where you're building up a town in between runs. Oh, okay. Now, does any of that, do you know if any of that carries over to the non-story-like portion? Uh, I don't think so, because it's basically what they call a quick run from the menu, and it just, oh, okay. you select that, you select character, select what kind of game you're playing, and then it throws you right into it. So I figure I'd do that for a while and get the gist of the game, and then maybe I'll go check out the story. Hmm. But it's quite Interesting. fun. Interesting. Definitely. You put that on my uh, my watch list. So wait, you're telling me the Backpack Hero, this Nindy game, <laughs> is more expensive than a Ubisoft game, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope? That's crazy. That game is quite fun. I did not. I haven't finished that yet. Yeah, for anybody who's out there, as long as I get this uh, episode published, you listen to it early enough. 
um, right now, Sparks of Hope is $15 for Black Friday stuff. So might, might be worth uh, taking a flyer for that. And then Persona 5 Tactica came out this week, and it looks like the same gameplay as Sparks, Sparks of Hope. So I definitely need to check that out, too. It's on Game Pass for anybody uh-huh. who's interested in that. Well, speaking of Game Pass, there are a couple of games on Game Pass that I have been uh, messing around with. I decided to fire up Like a Dragon Gaiden, Man Who Erased His Name. And I've got to say, I'm not... Like, I still have to get used to the whole brawler aspect of that game. Because like my first entry into the Yakuza series was Like a Dragon, turn-based RPG, right up my alley. But this one, it's like, it looks great. And now I know a little bit about Kiryu. And he's running around Ijincho, which is like the main, like one of the main areas that you have in Like a Dragon. So I'm running around going, I know this place. I know what's over here. And it's just, (laughs) it is filling me with, like, giving me all the feels. And seeing, now that way, that that shouldn't make any sense now that I think about it. Oh, that is not... No, I'm just... In terms of where the story is, there was a shop that I went to and the name of it doesn't make sense because it shouldn't have happened yet. Because in terms of the the story and how it connects to Like a Dragon, the timelines overlap. So I'm in chapter two or three, I think. And the... um, where I am is basically where you start at the very beginning of like a dragon in the homeless camp. And they're telling me, Oh, you know, over there is where this guy who claims to be a nurse, you know, he just fixed up this guy who got shot, which if you played like a dragon, that's the very beginning of it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's like, it's happening right now. So I can't wait to see how things really connect as I, you know, play through the story. And I have to finish this game so that I can play the demo for like a dragon infinite wealth like it pops up saying here's the demo i clicked on it says you've got to finish the main story first wow for like a dragon guy dan i'm like are you, are you for real never you heard of such a thing before like well i looked at the how long to beat and it looks like it has it less than 10 hours for you know man who erased his name I'm like you know what it might be worth me just continuing on with that it's not bad. Yeah. Um, and kind of connected to like a dragon, not that I've been playing it, but um, I have been watching my son play it. Um, he was asking about it. I said, you know what? You're 17. Let's, you know, you can play it. I want you to play it with me because one, I want to re-experience the story. I want to laugh at the stuff. I want to remember all the stuff that happens. And for the more mature stuff, I want to be able to have a conversation with you about what's going on. Um, just trying to, you know, I want him to be able to experience it, but also knows, know that, you know what? There are things that culturally are different in terms of, you know, what is a societal, societal norm, um, what's acceptable. And just, you know, just from, from our faith standpoint, it's like, okay, you know, this stuff is, you know, this is not good. Don't, you know, you definitely don't want to go to 
some of these places. Um, but I think he's enjoying it. He's laughing. Like for me, I think watching it and playing it with him, the dialogue is just extra funny. Some of the things that Ichiban says. Um, and actually when we were playing, he's like, when does he get his new hair? It's like, well, just you got, got to keep playing a little bit longer, a little bit longer. But yeah. Have you, did you ever play uh, like a dragon, Michael? Uh, I, which one did I start? Is that the turn-based one? It is. Okay. I think I started that when it hit game pass and I played it for maybe half an hour and then put it down for whatever reason. Uh, I will say that this, I guess like the story cinematics are kind of long, but just kind of work through that because it's in terms of an RPG and a pseudo open world environment and um, the, the side quests and stuff that you can go on, especially the references that it makes to dragon quest. It is, it is, it is well worth it. It is, I guess for me, there's it's finally an RPG where I can connect with the protagonist because the protagonist is not some 16-year-old kid who finds a random sword and pulls it out. It's like, oh, well, you're the, the savior. You're the hero. This is a guy who the most most of the time that you're controlling him, he's 42. And I'm going, okay, I, I can connect with that. I can understand uh-huh. I can understand that we have like mature party members. I think I was considering it for the, the square that was the backlog busters host game of the year for a previous year. Yeah. But I ended up going with final fantasy seven remake. Cause I had already started it too. Well, you know, if you, I, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you do go back to uh, playing like a dragon Hi, again, I highly recommend it. And even if it goes off game pass, look around because I keep seeing it on sale for, you know, $10, well under $15. Um, I even saw it on clearance at Walmart for $5. They didn't have any copies, but there was a tag that said $5. Wow. I'm like, man, my goodness. What? Well, that, that, that's, you know, the, the cost per enjoyment or cost per hour would be incredibly low on that. Yeah, I've checked that out. Maybe we'll uh, put that on the, the card next year. If you do play that, we should have a conversation about it. Absolutely. So, Mike, have you or this is going to be difficult? So we have Michael and Mike. <laughs> so, okay, Blaze. Um, is there anything new that you've been playing since last weekend? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, yesterday, I downloaded um, an RPG from Game Pass uh, that I, I wasn't. I didn't actually know that it was an RPG until I started it, but. Um, it, it's a fairly new addition to Game Pass, and it's called uh, Thirsty Suitors. And uh, Thirsty Suitors. Yep, you play as um, this Indian girl named Jala, and she's going back home. And uh, the it's kind of like Scott Pilgrim in that she has to face her exes and like deal with <laughs> awesome. everything that. Um, that entails and like in those confrontations they play out like turn-based rpg battles uh and it it's interesting because you have things like um like a taunt you can do then and those taunts uh weaken the enemy to like certain types of attacks 
that um, the character could do. So there's, um, gosh, what is one of them? There's like an impress taunt. So you can do like, she's a skateboarder. So you can do skateboard and basketball tricks. And wait, 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 wait. So you're, you're telling me that the main character is a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And she's going back to India. Uh, I didn't say India is or, her home. I don't oh, know exactly where Indian. we are. Yeah. Oh, we that's said her India, heritage. so I just. Okay, but she's so she's somewhere going... in America. Uh, <laughs> I'm just okay, scrolling through so... the screenshots, and these are, this looks insane. It is, but it is it is an interesting <laughs> time. It's a short game. I I think uh, how long the beat has it at like seven hours. Uh, and I spent a few hours yesterday playing it. It, uh, it it's interesting the the different debuffs you can do, and the um, the battle system has like timed attacks that are. It's kind of like quick time events, but uh, it's a little more in depth. Like it gives you the like picture the images of it happening. Um. And so, like, you get the the big bubble, and it'll shrink in. You got to press it at just the right time. You'll get a a score for it. Um, yeah, I, I'm having a good time with it so far, but uh, I'm not that far into it. But I think chapter four, maybe three or four. But nice. I, I was surprised to find out that it was an RPG. But it, it's got a lot of um, representation in it. Uh, your main character is uh, bisexual. Uh, one of the like the exes is trans. There's um, a lot of well, there's Indian representation. Um, the the uh, like the the random battles that you get into are people that you're. Your grandmother, who's from out of the country, sent to try and marry you. And so you've got to fight them off. It, <laughs> it's funny. Interesting. And, like, in the battle, there's all kinds of quips between the, the characters that are fighting. And it it's, it's definitely different. Uh, the one downside I'd say to the game is that the... It really encourages you to do the, the same moves over and over again because you put the, the taunt debuff on them and then the move that's associated with that taunt debuff is the one that gets a boosted attack power so you're doing the same like quick time event over and over and over again which is a mm. little a little tedious but like it's not it's not too bad it's not it's not terrible but that that's my one drawback to the game so far but if you're interested in that wackiness i'd say Check it out. It's on Game Pass, so if you have that, nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass, the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. I mean, For some sure. of the same people that showed me Boyfriend Dungeon, here comes Thirsty Suitors, so... I love oh, it's the same people. Dungeon. No, 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 I don't, it's not the same people who made the game, but, like, Game okay, Pass. Okay, I was about to say. It's just as crazy, in my mind. Maybe more so. Wait, what were you saying, Michael? I love Boyfriend Dungeon. That game is... Way more fun than it should be. Yeah, I never, I never went back and played the DLC stuff. Me neither, actually. Well, they took it off been... of Game Pass right before the DLC came out, which is why I never played it. Because DLC is free if you own the game, so like that's what makes sense. So I... Yeah. 
Well, and I don't ever see uh, Boyfriend Dungeon coming up as uh, as being on sale on Xbox because you know every week when they you know redo the sales, I look to see what's there. Not that I'm specifically looking for Boyfriend Dungeon, but like you see the same stuff over and over again. It's like, oh, oh yeah. hey, here's some stupid in-game currency that's discounted. Look, I don't care. I don't care about the you know these DLC skins or characters. Um, you know, and like, oh yes, looks like you know. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is on sale again for $9.89. Got it. Show me something new. Show me Boyfriend. Man, Boyfriend Dungeon. I'd, I'd buy that for one on sale. Like the, the Bioshock I feel like Trilogy I saw it on and... sale not that long ago, but hmm. I don't remember for sure. We're seeing the Bioshock Trilogy. Oh, yeah. Just like stuff in that Immortals Phoenix Rising. They seem like they go on sale every week. Like I'm looking at Deku deals for Bioshock and the the chart it like yeah. shows a dip or it goes out and it's just like this cacophony of color. <laughs> yeah, it's anytime that there's a game that I want, I think, okay, wait a minute. How often does this go on sale? And yeah, you can go over to Deku deals and see, but like for some of this stuff, if I like oh, I've been thinking about getting the Yakuza remastered collection. Oh, it's not on sale right now. Well, if I just wait a little bit, it's going to go back down to being on sale for $12. That's, you know, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just wait. See, for me, I can be patient. Now it's getting my children to understand that patience will pay <laughs> off. They want that immediate gratification. I'm like, no, just wait. It's like I needed to get a, a new phone because the charging port on mine is getting kind of uh, wonky. And I was looking at phones I'm like, ah, well, the trade-in value for my phone is not that great. And then I waited a few days knowing that Black Friday was around the corner and the trade-in value for my phone is more than double what it was. And oh. the phone that I was looking at is, you know, a few hundred dollars off. I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. I can be patient. Gotta love flip phones. <laughs> So what else have you guys? What else have you guys been playing? I, to play I started. One game? <laughs> well, I mean, one game in addition to Dead by Daylight, but yeah. I haven't actually played Dead by Daylight. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. The only other thing I've been playing is how many other games can I download? Simulator. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, Got and... all the achievements in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but here's the thing. There, there's a hidden achievement, which is uh, don't play a game that you download. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. All the time. You think it's going to be a rare achievement. You think it's going to be a rare achievement, then you find out, oh, 75% have earned this achievement. Well, okay, well. It's like a, I think Stanley Powerball has an achievement for not playing the game for five years like mm -hmm. straight. And then <laughs> the next time you boot it up, that kicks. It's so weird. That, hmm. <laughs> exactly no thank you and I think when they remade it that version that came out like last year or the year before they upped it to 10 years good grief that's messed up <laughs> they so what, humor so what else have have you guys been playing I mean you said you haven't you've downloaded just downloaded games and you're not playing any of them blaze 
Well, I'm playing Thirsty Suitors. Weren't you listening? I, uh, I meant other than that, yes, I was listening. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't started any of the other ones yet. I mean, I, I played a little bit more Valkyria Chronicles, but uh, I got stuck at the same spot I did last time I played the game because it's just a ridiculous difficulty spike. And I played a little bit of Stardew with Liberty, but, you know, that's whatever. <laughs> Playing with my children, it's whatever. Whatever. Eh, Stardew Valley. Stardew, I already Stardew. beat that game. I finished the community center. That's beating the game, right? Well, if that's what you're going to do, then you might as well do the easy route and do the Jojo Mart. Or Jojo Mart. I, I tried, and my daughter wouldn't let me. She said, no, you can't do that. I said, but I have yeah, my... all of the money I need to do it. She says, no. Yeah, Toaster Waffle has been playing Stardew Valley and kind of playing with, with a friend. Uh, I don't even know they're playing co-op. They're just playing it at the same time on their own systems. But he was talking about, you know, should I do the Jojo Mart? I'm like, I'm going to let you think about that. Do you really think that, that is what they like? Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't take the evil route. Now this is toaster waffle. So you know that he, you know, he tends toward like chaotic evil. This, this is what he is. But so he's, he's working on the community center. Like good, good, good for you, good for you. Do what, do what's right. Yeah. Speaking of toaster waffle, I dipped back into Neon Abyss a little bit. The game is pretty I fun. I don't know Neon Abyss. It is a another roguelike. It's like kind of like Bison of Binding of Isaac. If of Isaac was a two D platformer, so it's. Huh. It's kind of like Binding of Isaac meets Enter the Gungeon because it's all about getting the different guns and upgrades. Uh, that kind of sums it up pretty well. <laughs> he drops you into a randomly generated dungeon and then you go to the different rooms. Different rooms will spawn enemies, kill the enemies, get stuff, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is en- enemies, show, enemies show up, kill enemies, get stuff, yeah. rinse, repeat. Right. Try not to die. Sounds like every uh, game ever. Right. But like Enter the Gungeon, the draw is the different kinds of guns you get. And it being a side-scrolling platformer kind of thing, it makes it a little more interesting, I guess. It's a new a new take on the Isaac formula. So it's interesting that you say that because uh, Toaster Waffle is big into binding of Isaac. Like he, it's, it's best that I don't ask him how many hours he has in the game. Cause it's just going <laughs> to make me upset. You spent how many hours? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll have to it's, see if he's, uh, if he's played that one. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty I sure know. he's, I remember him streaming it. Okay. Before. Don't, yeah. don't let that make you upset. Let that be your inspiration for the value of a dollar. Every hour he puts in increases the value of a dollar that he spent on that game. Uh, okay. Now, if we're talking about those free games from Epic or wherever, it doesn't matter, right? Then he's getting a lot of bang for his not buck that he didn't have to spend. That's even more thrifty. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he. this is one of those games that he bought. It's so weird having children at the point where 
just randomly they're playing a game like where'd you get the games like oh i bought it like oh that's right i forget that you have money that you can spend on things like that it's just i don't don't know it still just kind of throws me but anyway so neon my wife has 213 hours in binding of isaac Oh, I thought you were going to say she has $213. I'm like, wow, just like talking <laughs> yes. about how much. I just want to rub weird. that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I wonder if I could see how many hours my son ha- has in that. I don't want to look. I want to look, but I know that I don't want to look. <laughs> so, so why is my, I think my computer's mad at me. Oh, what the heck? I don't think so. Why is that Brandon like that? Yeah, no, um, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Dynamite radio. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> am I actually going to edit this out? Probably not, because I don't know that anybody really cares. Again, like I've said before, I've heard other podcasts and they don't edit out anything. It's like, oh, we, yeah. we, we just lost this person. Oh, uh, well, uh, hey, can you check? No, no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to edit that stuff out. So sometimes it might sound like things are a little bit wonky, but no, I have learned to just live with the uhs and the ums and, and, and the weird pauses. And we're just going to go for it. Otherwise, it sounds more human that way. Right. And if I don't do that, and if I try to edit the mess out of everything, then it just takes forever to, um, to get anything edited. And then that's why things didn't get, didn't get published so i apologize to our listeners for taking so long but now we've got this resurgence and we are making a a focused concerted effort to get content out to you yeah that's what we're talking about raw content (laughs) yeah all right so um there's i know i've mentioned this before but been playing uh some forza horizon 5 that is a game that my older son loves and I, i mentioned this on the other podcast that he attained such a high level that it rolled back down to one. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like he's level, you know, like 40, but it has like this extra symbol next to it. I'm like, oh, my word. How, how many how many hours? But the thing is, no matter how many hours he has, I can still impress him. Showing off like the, the car collection that I have, how many credits I have, or still beating him in a race. For me, the most fun thing to do with him is not doing the races, but it's doing the uh, Horizon Arcade events. Uh, yesterday, we did two drift events and one air event. And if you guys are familiar with the whole idea about Forza Horizon 5 and the Horizon events, like every 15 minutes, there will be a set of two or three um, arcade events happening on the map. And so as long as you're there within a certain amount of time, you know, there are three rounds to go through. They give you 10 minutes to get through these rounds. So if we're doing a, a drift one, it might say, okay, get to a particular drift zone and get as many points as you can running through the drift zone. So depending on how many people are in your convoy, that determines how many points you need to get in total. So just keep running it back and forth, trying to get as many points as you can. Or for if you're doing one that's based on air, it's okay, get to the danger zone and just do this jump and the combined distance that you guys have builds up your score. And so you have to keep doing the jump over and over again. And it's just really fun to be on a discord call with him, you know, talking about, you know, what you're doing, where you're going and encouraging each other. Um, it's, 
it's been a lot of fun. A good way for me to connect with my older son, which sometimes we have uh, some issues. Um, but yeah, just even yesterday he said, Hey, can we play Forza? I'm like, yeah, just give me a few minutes. I get on the computer and we start a chat and you know, we go at it. Nice. So, yeah, Sounds it's, fun. it, I, I have more fun. I think I have more fun playing that game with him than by myself. Yeah. Which is not something that I typically say about a video game. I so. always enjoy playing stuff with my wife. I would have had I had way more fun with Spider-Man 2 than I would have if I had played it on my own when she was at work or whenever. Yeah. I see my my wife is not like that. She is the only time that she was a gamer would have been back when we were in college and we were playing Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super Nintendo a lot or um the first couple of years of marriage we would play a lot of Mario Kart 64. Like she would always have like the imprint of the letter A on her thumb <laughs> for how hard she would press down that button. I'm like, you know that you don't always have to press down on A. She goes, no, I have to. <laughs> but I think I might have destroyed her once we got Dr. Mario 64. So competitive gaming with my wife is not good. Oh, yeah. So is, is that is that all that we've been playing? Oh, I've got all kinds of stuff I've been playing. Well, what, talk have, to us. I have problems. So I usually have like a console game and then a Switch game and then a PC game. So wherever I am, I have something that I'm playing. But just I've been for trying to out there. Switch is a console. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> it, it gets its the, own category. The handheld, the handheld aspect that we're looking at there. That, I'm sure that's yeah, what I'd it is. Almost exclusively play in handheld mode. So I have been playing backpack here on that. I also got the new WarioWare from Gamefly because I've been trying to mop up some game of the year possible contenders. I don't think WarioWare is going to make the cut. I didn't enjoy it quite as much as I have the other games in this series. Okay. It uh, It's kind of cool that it builds on smooth moves, which was the last one we got on the Wii, and it makes it more of a physical thing. So it gives you different stances to take and that's how you play the the micro games and one of them's like squat so you pull the you have to play with the detached joy cons you hold it like on your thighs and you're actually in a squatting position so it feels like a workout if you play it long enough um that's not why i didn't like it though (laughs) (laughs) it made me work i don't like yeah right uh it's some of the forms just didn't want to function for me. I don't know if it was a user error, entirely possible. But like one of them is called the hand model where you you're supposed to use the strap. So you let the left Joy-Con just dangle on your arm and you hold the right Joy-Con in your left hand or your you know, your off hand and then you point it at your dominant hand and then it uses the IR sensor in the Joy-Con to read your hand. And it just a lot of the times it just didn't want to work for me. Hmm. So it got a uh, it got a little frustrating. Well, that's a shame. I know that's I a game that my son was looking forward to. Downside of the gimmick controllers, right? Hmm. So, like, you're you're actively buying games that you think might be game of the year to play them, or playing games that I've already bought. And I've I have a. Uh, 
spent entirely too much money on games this this year. I don't even want to figure it up. Oh, I'm, I'm also I'm with been... you on that. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not hungry pup either. I don't I don't count that stuff. Well last bad. year last year I spent like on like new games, I spent under ten dollars for the whole year. <laughs> this year I didn't make it out of the first quarter without spending way too much money because mm-hmm. you know was it the Metroid Prime I remastered and yep. there's some other stuff and I went, okay, well Octopath yeah. Two is February. Oh, that's Octopath Traveler Two and the Tears of the Kingdom and Mario Wonder. There's there are way too many like can't pass on uh, games this year. Oh, Nintendo's I mean, been hitting on all cylinders. It's wild. Yeah, and it's not like oh, if I just wait, then the games are going to be really cheap. These are not Ubisoft published games. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I mean, yeah, if I think... you wait long enough, you might get Mario Wonder for fifty five dollars instead of sixty. <laughs> You know, 42 to, is about the Costco. furthest they drop. Yeah, well, I, actually this week, um, they've got a lot of games, not this really current games, but games for $40. Like, a, was it Skyward Sword HD is $40. Uh, I, can't, I know there are a few others that were dropping to 40 this week uh, with some of the sales, but I, those are games that have been out for three, four, maybe five years. So most people probably have it but hey if you want to make them cheap and you also have bundles for your nintendo switch easy way to boost those numbers mm-hmm. i remember cheap when we used to get nintendo selects for 20 bucks man that that was good times <sighs> yeah on the the wii u is the last time we got anything like that yeah, they've had new entries in just about every major franchise this year so you have mario zelda New Pikmin, Fire Metroid is a remaster. Eh, they're up to four games. Counts for something. Oh, we're just yeah. going to count up to four games. So like those weird Philips CDI Legend of Zelda games. Oh, there are three there. So, I mean, that's a, that's a very strong series. I mean, it's Zelda. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I... I I've been listening to some podcasts talking about, you know, is this the best year for gaming? You can look at it in terms of, a you know, how many tens have been released this year. But I feel like every month there has been something for everybody. There's been some mm-hmm. kind of standout game, whether it's Baldur's Gate 3, Starfield, uh, Diablo 4, uh, Spider-Man 2, Tears of the Kingdom. There's just so many games that are like the, the major AAA games, but even some of the ones that aren't AAA, like Hi-Fi Rush at the beginning of the year was a fantastic, gorgeous uh-huh. game uh, to play through. There's if, if you are into gaming and you can't find something, I don't know where you're looking. Yeah, you're not looking. No, there's something for everybody to enjoy. And let me just say this. If there's something that you don't enjoy, that's fine. Uh, just, I would encourage you to kind of keep some of those comments to yourself. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be mean about it, if you want to say things like anybody who plays this game is a horrible person, maybe you don't say that. Um, if there's a game that you don't like, see if you can come up with a way to to describe what it is that you don't like about the game without making these judgment calls about anybody who does like the game. Just, you know, just got to throw that out there. 
For sure. Like the, there's enough hate on the internet. We don't need to add to it. Nope. And that's and backlog busters. Absolutely. We're, we're not going to be adding to that. We don't want that. Um, I want everybody to know that this is a safe place to to listen to to us talking about gaming. Or if you want to come here and talk about gaming with us, make sure you hop on that Discord. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have nothing else to say. No other games. I got one more big one that I could probably get into. Uh, I started playing Alan Wake Two. Ah, last mm-hmm. weekend I finally pulled the trigger on that. Um, it's quite good. You're, sh- you're shaking your head though. Oh, I, I'm not super far into it. Uh, I think I just finished the second or third chapter this morning. It's it's hard to explain because it's been what thirteen or fourteen years since the original. It, the game expects you have played that and know it quite well. It expects you have played Control. And it's yeah, it's immediately throwing stuff from the previous games at you. Uh, you gotta play Control. But it does a lot of cool game? stuff. Aw, oh, man. Uh, kind of. Like it, it wants you to know what the FBC is, the Federal Bureau of Control, because they're talking about it right up front. I thought it was the First Baptist Church. <laughs> I don't think they talk about the church in this one. <laughs> it's more about demonic possession and that kind of thing. So I guess it's kind of church-like. Uh, you play as Alan, and then you play as a new character named Saga Anderson, and she is a FBI detective. And they do this really cool thing where she has a mind palace like Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. And with the push of a button, you go from wherever you are to there. No no load times or anything. And I know that's a student. <laughs> it's like we're four years into the, this new cycle of games. And it still surprises me that a lot of, there aren't a lot of load times and stuff, but so she's in this like cabin and you can see on the wall, she's got the case file. So you've got pictures and you're tying string and connecting threads and all this stuff. And it's, it's really cool. If you like detective stuff, like I do. So you're trying to solve this mystery of what the heck's going on in this town of Bright Falls. Nice. Yeah. It's really interested to see where it goes. Kind of surprised so they... Alan is still in Bright Falls. I'm not going to lie. He's uh, been missing for 13 years. And yeah, he's not he's not doing so great. I've never played Alan Wake or Control or any of these games that are related to that. Yeah, sounds like you have to start with one. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't you don't have to. You, you're not really big into the the horror genre, though, right? Like that's not no. your your thing. So that, I mean, I don't know how I much. Mean, I'm not. I mean, Lu- Luigi's Mansion Three is scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either in a. I didn't have any issues with Alan Wake. At least the first one. This one with the new graphics and everything's darker and is it's giving me it's giving me spook vibes so far. Now, do they do an Alan Wake remastered or anything? Because yeah, you said it's been thirteen came, years, so it seems like it, they want year? you to remember everything from thirteen years ago. So, Roswell. Right. And again, since I and for anybody who's listening, going, how do you not know? Like, I don't. <laughs> really pay a lot of attention to games that I'm not interested in mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. 
I, I played through the 360 version of Alan Wake not too long ago. Um, it's, it's a it's a fun game. Um, I would I four three four three sixty. I'd say it was great for now. You know, it's all right. I'd, Looks like a remastered came out in twenty twenty one. Okay, so that is an option. And I know there. I've been seeing the news that there's a remaster that's going to be coming out of a game that is only three years old. Yep, I saw that too. <laughs> Look, look, let's let's not hate now. Let's not hate. I'm 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 not hating. I just saw that I went, well that's uh that's something that we can do. Let's I mean before the before the switch is gone, you know, I fully expect to see a remastered Super Mario Odyssey. Wrong company. Well, hey, I'm what do you mean? glad we're getting I, that Mario RPG remaster. I, you know what? I never played the first one. I never never played the original. I have access to it because I have a Super Nintendo, a Super Nintendo Classic, but I, I don't know. I think I've seen people play it, and I've gone, I just don't know if that's for me. It's a good like, game. Three years, though. What? <laughs> like, they have the entire Jack series they could be doing. They could start Uncharted over... Like I don't That's get the this cash fascination. Cow, though. Yeah, I guess we didn't actually say they're remastering The Last of Us Part Two, which yeah just came out three years ago. They oh, not well, you probably the best quality available. Don't worry, when the PS6 comes out, they'll do the same thing. <laughs> Have you seen you the sure side by side? PS... Are you sure it's going to be called the PS6? I I I bet money <laughs> on right. it. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been really funny if they decided to do a naming convention that was like a Fibonacci sequence. So they have the PS1, and the PS1, and the PS2, the PS3, PS5. People are like, why are you naming them like this? And no one's catching on to the fact that it's a Fibonacci sequence. Sorry, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. Accor- according, <laughs> according to Toaster Waffle, yeah, way to go, Dad. Nerd. Okay. What are you, some kind of math man? You know what? I try to be. <laughs> I'm sitting there like geeking out a couple of days ago with my students about numbers and stuff and they're looking at me like I just grew an extra arm out of my forehead I'm like no it's really cool because no no it, it's just better that I, that I don't <laughs> alright so what yeah, so uh, Michael, what is up next for you? I know you're you're working on, um, you're doing Alan Wake two mm-hmm. and probably more of Backpack Hero. Yeah. Um, what 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 are you thinking about trying to take care of in the next month and a half? Um, not buying any more games. <laughs> I'm probably okay, going we'll, to. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because like, I do want to play that more RPG remake. Uh, I'm probably going to get a get some more Game Pass and check out some of these ones that I've either started or have not started on there. Uh, I want to play Persona 5 Tactica. I want to get back to Cassette Beasts, which is that like 80s, 90s style Pokemon game where you actually turn into the creatures as you fight them. That came out like April or May. 
I was always wondering uh, what that was, but I never had the, the urge to download it and see. Uh-huh. Play as a ditto. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Game Pass, baby. Play as a what? Ditto from Pokemon. Because oh, you transform. You s- I thought you said something else. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't know what you thought I said, but that wasn't I'm not it. gonna say what I I'm not gonna say what I thought you said. <laughs> Probably I'll, a wise I'll, decision. I'll leave, I'll leave that to the imagination of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna get back to Hi Fi Rush, because I watched my, my friend John play the first like two or three hours of it and that looks like a blast. The art style is so good. It's so good. I think it got a nomination for the Game Awards for like best art uh, direction. It did. And yeah. It definitely deserves that. I, I kind of wish we would get more games like that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when I'm watching the, that Nindy Direct, uh, when I was watching that earlier this week, some of those games just really stand out to me in terms of the art direction. I'm going, you know what? I, I don't know about the gameplay for me necessarily, but the the visuals just there, there's something about them that, that draw me into it. It's like a uh, green. I played a fair bit of that. It was, some of it was just kind of slow for me, but the art direction was just outstanding. Loved it. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of something else. I kind of forgot. I played as a Dordanier, I think is how it's pronounced. It's I'm hmm. pretty sure it's also on game pass. Uh, that is, I lost my browser. D O R D O G N E. D O G N E. Okay. What what is that one? It is. I guess it's basically a point and click adventure game. You play as this girl who is returning to her grandmother's house after her passing, and it. You go to different rooms and you find things that trigger memories because she stopped going to her grandmother's house at one point, but the summer that the last summer she was there, she can't remember. So you're finding things that kind of unlock memories. And then you play through the memories of her when she was a younger girl. And it's got this like really beautiful paint watercolor art style, almost like a Ghibli thing too. Mm, But, uh, it's really cool. Like the, the first thing you do is you trying to unlock the gate and you have to interact with the mailbox and you actually kind of spin it around and unscrew the back of it to find the key inside. And it's puzzles like that, which I'm always a sucker for reminds me of <laughs> silent Hill shattered memories, but it's a, uh, it ends up being a really pretty game. You find out what happens to her and it takes turns. I didn't expect but uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. And it's, it's only like four hours. So it's an afternoon. I think I got through it in a couple of settings in one afternoon. But, uh, it is worth checking out. Yeah. L- let me go ahead and look at this and add more stuff to download. <laughs> Gosh, this is, this is, this is so bad. Oh, Oh, I think I remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, All right. It's, it's so pretty. Installing right now. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I kind of forgot I played that. Very nice. Oh, well. So how do you guys how do you guys feel? Feel good about this? 
Yeah. Well, uh, what are you planning on playing in the near future then, Mr. Ryan? I'm going to keep playing more of Man Who Erased His Name. And I want to get back to a game that I just downloaded on Game Pass a few days ago. <laughs> uh, Dungeons 4. Um, no, is it? Hold on a second. Let me look at my app. Uh, yeah, Dungeons 4. Uh, the description says, build a cozy and comfortable dungeon to suit your creature's needs and rule over them. Then send them out into the overworld to kindly remind the good people living there of the absolute <laughs> evil rules over their lands. Ooh, this looks so neat. it's... I only play like the first... Uh, the, the first section or whatever. And you are someone who works for some kind of like dark underlord, or whatever. And you're going around like freeing your, the, what would be the monsters terrorizing the area. And then you control them. So it's almost kind of like Pikmin ish, but also kind of like Diablo where it's kind of got that three quarters overhead perspective and you're clicking to move your character there. You don't click buttons to make them attack. They just automatically attack or, you know, buff or whatever the, the characters do and you just go from spot to spot killing enemies i decided to go on easy mode because like i don't care i don't want to mm-hmm. worry about this but it's completely referencing uh previous games in the series that i know nothing about and the way the narration is and the humor that's in it it's really funny so i kind of i want to keep playing and see see where that goes so uh those are the probably the two things that i'm you know currently working on and who knows, maybe I'll also be working on Backpack Hero. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Just have to buy first. As, as for me, I'm going to probably keep playing through Thirsty Suitors. And then since I don't know what I'm going to play after that, uh, I'll just list the, the games that I downloaded that I'm not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> I got Resident Evil 4. I re-downloaded that. Uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Control, so Liza P, the Dead Space remake, uh, Ooh, Persona Five dead. Tactica, um, Alice Madness Returns, Mass Effect Three, uh, and Castlevania Advanced Collection. Looking at whatever the second one on that is, I don't oh, remember what it is. Nice. I beat the first one. But yeah, those are the ones I downloaded thinking I'll probably play these, but I definitely won't. Seems like you are set for quite a while. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but I'll delete them and then re-download other things because I'm sitting at 74% of my storage used and that's just not okay. I got to get it down below 50. Yeah, I had to clear off. I'm trying to think. I cleared off maybe Forza Horizon 5 on my Xbox so that I could download... uh, man who erased his name but yeah i'm usually pretty full because like i don't want to have to re-download these 100 gig games Mm -hmm. so So i want to get to see stars too oh yeah i gotta get back to that yeah do that that's a great turn-based game i didn't finish it but what i played was good and i should should finish it but i don't know i burn out on that one and if you listen to the last episode, you will hear some of my comments about that. I don't need to get back to it. Uh, you're at the beginning that. of the game, man. You're at the very I just beginning. don't have that I don't have that strong urge. It's not like there are a lot of games that whenever I play them, 
like during the day, I'm thinking, I can't wait to get back and play. I got to know what happens next. I want to play. I want to get more into that, into whatever the, the gameplay loop is. And it's, it's just not hitting for me. And, yeah. and I hate that too. I hate that. All right. Well, I think this is probably a good place to pause this episode. I'm just going to pause this for about, oh, I don't know, 12 hours and come back with maybe some different people. <laughs> See if I can play anything different before then. Oh, yeah, me too. See if I can play more stuff and say, oh, hey, I got to this new part. <laughs> but who am, I, who am I kidding? I don't play games during the day. Don't. There's just no good time to do that. Well, Michael, I'm so glad that you were here. Yeah, I you won't be, be on that one. I'll, I'll be asleep when you, when you go to yeah, record like you'll be, that one. You'll be long gone asleep by the time <laughs> we start recording that one. But I'm so glad that you could hop on here, and it's good to hear some of these games and you know, letting me know things that I need to check out, download, yeah. maybe purchase. Absolutely. I think we haven't done one of these since April. Sounds right. And again, I will take full blame and responsibility for that. No, We're going to try to make this... Yes, I will. I already did. I just did. That's exactly what I'm doing. You think I'm going to edit this out? Look, I also you have the power. There you go. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we can make this a you know more of a you know more of a frequent occurrence. So make sure that you guys uh, stick around, get into the Discord, and again, you know, make sure that you. I'll say this now. Say it again when we record later tonight. Check the, the description of the podcast episode. Uh, look for the link for hopping in on the Discord. Uh, join us, talking about the games that you're playing, the good deals that you find. Um, yeah, love to have you there. And um, it's a fairly small community, so your voice will be heard for sure. Very, but until then, cozy. have yourselves, yeah, have yourselves a, a good day. Be safe out there. Oh, but I guess before... We completely cut this one out. Uh, Michael, since you were not one of our um, regular backlog busters, where can people find you and stalk you online? Uh, what, are the, what are the last four of your social? Uh, if you could give us the security code on your credit card too, that'd be great. That helps us find you better on the internet. And off the internet. Uh, I am over on the Games and Junk Network now where they do, well, they're, they're kind of pausing a lot of their stuff, but Currently, John and I are doing Capes and Junk, which is a beginner's look at a comic book stuff. Anything comic book, really whatever we feel like doing. Since it's our podcast, we have the power. Uh, we do character spotlights for less known characters, I guess. We cover comic book arcs. We just did our first episode of the Superman cartoon where we talk about the world's finest episodes. All kinds of stuff. So that is on at Games and Junk on Twitter or gamesandjunk.net or Capes and Junk, wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice. It's been super fun. We started that in June or July-ish, and it's been a good time so far. Not that I expect that to change. And what what about you yourself? What's your handle again? Oh, I am at Kitan Zane, K-A-I-D-A-N-X-A-I-N on Twitter. Or X, if you want to go. No, no. (laughs) It's Twitter. 
You can still it's get there Twitter. by going twitter.com. So it's still yep. counts as Twitter. Oh, I need oh, to make sure. I need to see Elon. if we have a, a presence on threads. I don't know. You got to ask Grouchy. I don't know threads. I'm not. I'm not hip. Huh. Yeah, it's a little bit different. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Michael. And for yeah, the for other sure. Mike, thanks for being here. Hope you guys Always. have yourselves a wonderful day and weird little. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do the whole theme song in the middle of the episode, so uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> throw. I'm just. I'm just gonna throw this in here. Uh, this is related. This is for you, Michael. For all the games that you are playing. Um, here you go. Wow, you must be rich. (laughs) No, I just have no willpower. There it is. Perfect.